Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers and everybody out there, man, make sure you guys finish the story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you got to do is push the bad button. That's all you got to do is push the bad button. <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much so you can maximize the now. Who's the favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like, he got, got, me so, he got, he got me through so much stuff, but Lil Wayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me, he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Consistent times 10. That's what we do around these real points. It's your boy, Coach Lee. Welcome back, everybody. This officially starts the 2021 season two for Sport Talk with Friends. You know how we do it. We came to tonight's exciting show for you. But before you get a chance to rock with your boy, I got to assemble the team. Let's do this. First off, you know who we got up in here. That man, Uncle Leroy. Hey, 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 hey. No, no, it's the dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the joint back on season two. Man, look, I'm, I'm live right now. You know what I'm saying? Hey. This hiatus over. You know, I don't know if y'all can hear me. Let me, let me, let me be right back. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Share one listen. Share one listen. But look, we back. You know what I'm saying? We ready. We started. Before we get things started, got to bring on our dude, Coach here. Hello. Yes, sir. Man. What's good with y'all, boy? Well, man, welcome back. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Long time no see. Fact, Season two, fact, man. You fact, know how. Look, hey, shout out to Jonathan, baby. He said it's been too long. Facts, man. Look, I've been waiting, like for real. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow, look, Trevor hanging out with us. What's that, brother? Hey, look, hey, we gotta uh we gotta connect on some stuff. But man, look, yep. it's crazy. Basketball is the start of the NBA. Like, man, what's going on today, man? How y'all doing? I don't know about y'all, man. You know, my other team across town ain't doing too much for me. But it where you know where it's dark on one side, it's sunshine on the other. It's time. It's time. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I'm very excited. You know, basketball. You know, you know me though, Coach Hill. You're around basketball, but NBA basketball is back in effect. I'm I'm really excited about it. Okay, okay. Hey, same here. You know, I'm a Pelicans fan. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say, who the heck? You know what I'm saying? That's why he gumbo and red beans up, up red beans and right <laughs> all throughout the week. You know what I'm saying? But I also rock with them. Uh also rock with same. the Mavericks. And it's crazy because we had our fantasy uh basketball draft over this uh week. And my number one pick. Let's Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Luca. Hey, you know, 
I'll rock with anything Dallas but the uh but but the Cowboys. Anything Dallas, I'm cool with. But the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? I don't rock with the Cowboys, man. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. So Dallas Mavericks. Look, hey, shout out to you having better things for hanging out with us down there in Ace Town. You know, he said Luca. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Dude gonna go off this year. He gonna go off this year. Talking about going off this year, like what's going on with the MVPs? Man, being a resident Dallas Maverick fan is great. It's been a long time coming to see somebody <laughs> that respected across the league. No, Dirk, been a while since he was in that up in the upper echelon, but that young boy over there, the Don, hey, he coming to yeah. claim the MVP trophy this year. He actually, if I'm mistaken, is the favorite according to Vegas. Talking mm. about that. Mm. He, he he may be the favorite though, and I'm not jumping on nobody's ship or bandwagon, but I have to I have to say LeBron, man. I'm just gonna go with LeBron. LeBron. Hey, you know, history repeats itself sometimes, you feel me? So it is what it is. That's true. So let me ask y'all, you know. Luke is the favorite, obviously. Then you got the Greek freak, Steph, and you know, some of the, you know, some of the characters. First of all, who you think is going to win? We already heard, you know, as far as Coach Hill and L Boogie, but anybody that you feel might have been left off that should have been up there in the top five. I think they got it right. You know, despite coming off of a, a very weird season, you know what I'm saying, and coming into an awkward season, I think they got it right. I mean, because you didn't have much game to go off. You know, the season was interrupted last year and going into this. So I think I think they got it right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with the with the choices on that list, man. I, I feel like they they got it right. Like uh, Uncle Leroy said, coming off of a, a season like they they had, you know, I feel like the right names are up there. That makes my heart feel good. I feel like the Grinch and my heart getting big and it's throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Thanks. So, but I'm going to tell you one thing that's funny because, you know, um, yeah, Steph Curry, he's in the top five. And yes. LaMelo coming out, you know, coming out and, you know, coming first in the league, he's, he's calling out Steph Curry saying he can beat him in a one-on-one match. So... Oh, <laughs> I don't even see his name up here nowhere. Go sit down. <laughs> yeah, you gotta and the, you gotta earn your stripes, man. He he sound like his dad right now. I love the confidence, but at the same time, you gotta earn your stripes. Thanks. That is true. That is true. Just man. like his daddy, <laughs> gotta earn them stripes, young man. <laughs> Facts, facts, facts. So, you know, shout out to Hammer. We got, we got to get his, uh, you know, we got to get his comments up. But hey, man, y'all watching the stream? Shout out to y'all this season, you know, the start of season two. We knocking the uh, dust off. So, y'all in it? You know, comment, share, like, share, do everything, follow us. But uh, you know, Luca Warren, he's saying that uh, he he's carrying Dirk's legacy. So, what do y'all think about that? You think Luca's carrying Dirk's legacy? Nope. You know why I say that? He finna start his own legacy. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, Dirk, Dirk won this polish when he came into the league. It took Dirk a little bit of time, and it took Dirk some time to get that respect across, you know, as far as his peers are concerned. It's year three for the Don, man. He's already there. I want to, he, he gonna write his own legacy. 
I mean, but what makes him different? I'm like, what makes this? Because I mean, you know, we've had it, you know, they just like let Beret. Berea was uh they hyped up Beret. You know what I'm saying? So honestly, it's like, you know, every white good, you know, every good white player come to Dallas, they hype him up. So what's what's wrong with what's going on with the Luca? With the Luca man. So what made hey, Luca do? Hey, you remember his rookie season when he wild Charles Barkley? And he said, this young man, Jersey, finna be everywhere in the hood in the very near future. That's the difference. Unless he was a true Maverick fan, you rock Dirk's jersey. You didn't see that nowhere else. Luca's international. That's the difference. Dirk was international, though. Not at this level, man. Luca came, he, he came to the league with hardware already. Fast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So look, hey, I ain't gonna question you on your loop of knowledge because man, definitely, you know, I see he on top of it. He on top of it. Okay, you're, up the, yo, you're sitting on the right pew in the right church. Yeah. <laughs> you what you want. You know what I'm saying? So I'm that. But uh, you know, definitely I gotta get these comments up. So Facebook user, let us know who you are, who you are. You're saying nah, so you don't think uh nah to what? So uh, let us know, you know, talk to us, let us know what's good. How did I get you uh, up on there, uh, Coach Lee? So he's saying uh, he's an inside-outside player, big man with handles. Dirk, Dirk had no handles. Hey, Dirk did. I'm saying these comments, Coach Lee. We need these up on the thing, man. Like, we need these up. Thank you. There it is. There we go. He's probably like, y'all, y'all ain't seen it. So he's, who are you talking about? Because, you know, hey, man, we get to talking and we went way past that. But he's saying, no, he don't think he's talking about. He has uh, an inside-outside player, a uh, big man with handles. Dirk had no handles. Agreed. Agreed. You know, yeah. Dirk had to have – Dirk's whole thing was pick and roll. He wasn't taking nobody out to dribble. You know, in early days he could finish at the rim, but it wasn't explosive. Yeah. Luca going – he can cross you over and drive to the hole and finish, man. Yeah. And I think uh that dude, that dude, like like how, how tall is he? Lucas six seven, I believe, six eight. Man, that's what I thought. I thought Luke was shorter than that. But I mean Dirk, Dirk didn't have to do all of that because he had one move. Boom, next. Luca got Luca got many moves. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Great hand. And, and you know what's scary? Is his outside shot is inconsistent right now. It's only gonna get better as the years go on. Oh yeah, it'll get better. Uh, he's saying Dirk didn't need handles. Seven foot with that's what I'm saying. That was my point right there. What did he have to do? You were playing on. You were playing a low man. You were playing a four five. Really even powerful. I'm gonna sum it up like this. What's one of the biggest attributes for LBJ? How he makes people on the floor better around. Now we talking. Now we talking. Okay, now Who we talking. The first yeah. we talking about points and shoot and actual play. You know athleticism. They, that's that's match. Now what you're saying, how you make people better. That's what you know, that's what true all-stars are. Exactly. And the consistency. I agree. Consistency. That's what's scary. He's already this good in year three. Right. And so, you know, what makes what makes him impressive to me is he's clutch. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not like, you know, what makes him different from LBJ. LBJ, he's gonna pass the ball when the shot's on the line. You know what I'm saying? Luke, he's going to knock your face off. You better be you know careful with that, dog. The bronze section is going to come after you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's season two. <laughs> 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 it's 
That's not too long, man. Look, that's dope, man. <laughs> but um, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the biggest thing is that you know that's good, Kirk. is gonna pass the ball. But Luca, he had the confidence to take those buzzer beaters. So yeah. I'm riding with the Don, baby, the baby goat. <laughs> to go back on what y'all was saying though about his legacy, you know, as he matures more, he's not just making a legacy, you know, like y'all were saying, he's making I guess the legacy, his legacy will go through like as one of the greatest Mavs players to come through. That's true. That's right, what's true. up, EJ? That's true. Let, let's remember this. No, I know we got a lot of Spurs fans in our groups. I yeah, equate this to when the Admiral was wrapping up and on his way out, and the big fundamental came in at his passing the torch, torch, and he passing went on the to the next level. That's what exactly. we're seeing right now. Yeah. To drop the mic on that, like yo, yo, man, look. <laughs> drop it. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, Oh, the next topic. <laughs> well, man, like, man, it's good to be back on t- on camera. Look, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm surprised my ball work. You know, it's been off for so long, man. But uh, so, you know, they had uh, coming into 2021. So, you know, last year they had the NBA uh, playoff bubble. You know what I'm saying? So this year, you know, they because that was one of the biggest things going into the uh, all season last year was like what they were going to do. Were they going to go back for a regular season bubble? We know we're gonna go back on Disney. We're gonna let them play on their own on their own turf, you know, in their own stadium. So this, you know, this season they're actually playing. You know, they're playing on their home courts, but without fans. Like, what do y'all think? Like, I don't, I don't see the logic in that because you know, no fans, but you playing in an arena that have people there. So you know, definitely, I think that you know, hey, they should have fans in there in the. In a small, in a small, you know, in maybe small uh, portion. What do y'all think about that? I think that just like when they started that bubble, they didn't have nobody there. Then they let the, I guess, the baby mamas or whoever the wives come and see a little bit of the action, or, or whatever the case was. <laughs> now I think with these with these venues, it was more of a safety thing when it first started. Just like now, they want to see because they know people, the fans are going to flock to that. They can't just be like, hey, come to this venue without taking the precautions that they need to take in order to have sort of like a capacity there or whatever the case may be. Just like the NFL, some stadiums allow fans, some allow a certain number of percentage. But I really think they're just taking their time with it because they know as soon as it's different playing in a bubble because you're at a central location. When you have a home gym, like uh, say the Lakers are playing or whoever's playing, whoever, Dallas, whoever, them fans gonna come because it's, it's their city, it's their home. It's different than playing in a bubble in a neutral location where where the guys are just, you know, at a, a hotel or whatever. Here, they don't want to take a chance of getting that, like, I guess the virus coming into that atmosphere just because we are playing in our own city. We want our city to come see us. Makes sense. Makes sense. So uh, we got Chase uh, Dilworth. He's tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with us. So he said it's going it's, you know, to be looking like a scrimmage. And, you know, shout out to Sports Talk with Friends. We're powered by fans. And that's one thing, you know, that's the biggest thing. You know, one thing about the bubble, they had all the technology. You know what I'm saying? All the camera angles. They had everything. They had uh, actual, you know, virtual fans. But to make it not seem like a scrimmage where these guys want to play their extra, uh, give it that extra oomph. So, 
Good point. So what do y'all think about that? Like, does it make it look like a scrimmage? Does that actually affect the gameplay? Me, me personally, I think it did. No. If anybody has competed in front of a crowd, if you play a pickup game, yeah, you get a hot in the crowd, but ain't there's nothing like that energy in that stadium, a big moment, a big shot needed. You make it or get a big defensive stop, and you just everybody just feeds off of that. They no old Mo. Once you get old Mo on your side, <laughs> ain't, beat, beat, man. ain't nothing like that home court momentum. The energy, the energy, it it it, uh, it makes the game better. You know, you like you said, you hit that big shot, the crowd goes crazy, or or you're a team making that comeback, and the crowd is helping you get back into it. It, it makes a big difference. Agree. So. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's how it is with me. You know, I'm playing dominoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'll, I'll let you win. I'll let you score. Is it just you or not? But if I got a crowd, oh, let's go. 20. 35. That's all I want. Not the 20. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, what I'm saying? Hey, you know, players are rolling there. So, you know, with that, because, you know, right now, it's the weirdest thing. So, we got teams playing in their home court. We got the highest rates for COVID. You know what I'm saying? So we got that we actually have a vaccine. But last year we didn't have all of this. And they had a bubble. So you think that was needed? Because it's like it's like a you know, it's like an oxymoron right now. You know, when we didn't have what's going on now, we had a bubble. When we had going what's going on right now, we let people play in their home court, but with no fame. But they still got employees there. They still got different teams there that's traveling from different areas. So I'm a little confused. You know, has someone help me iron this out? Like, I'm, I'm just confused. You are because we still don't know what causes it. We really still don't know how to prevent it. I don't know where it's changed. It's still the same thing it was before. I think at the end of the day, I think Raiders probably got a little bit to do with it. Um, I believe money got definitely got something to do with it. And if I'm not remember, if I'm not um, mistaken, I think I also heard that. The NBA Players Association got a little bit involved in this um, on the toll that it took on the families and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest factor. Right, right. You know, so and it's so you know, they have a whole lot going on. Like they didn't change the, the rescheduling of things. So <laughs> I'm fifteen dollars yeah, You must be from a place where they serve liquor twenty four seven. Hey, we're not grabbing up for that answer. That's about the best answer. <laughs> for real, for real. Money so, in that drink. Look, hey, look. You can tell he's from uh, South Texas. That drink hurts. Right. But what do you think about it? You know what I'm saying? So you think that bubble was needed? Like, you know what? You know, what's your take on? Nah. I'm games was boring, man. Yeah, the, the, the I like the action on the court, but I'm like, where are they? At? I don't what what venue is this? Where are they? <laughs> it's like a pickup game out of nowhere. I'm used to seeing stadiums, color schemes, things of that nature. Right. So, what do you think about that, uh, Coach? Before we get ready to take a quick break, about uh, the whole bubble thing. No. Cause they still they still doing the same thing now. I mean, I don't really think it was needed. Think they if they were gonna take these steps like they're playing at their home courts now, they should have just went ahead and, and and did that last year too. True, true, agree, agree. NFL, the NFL didn't play in a bubble. They all didn't meet somewhere and play in a bubble. You know what I'm saying? So right now they don't have fans. They're still playing in some type of controlled environment. 
you know, without the crowd. So, I mean, I don't really think it was needed. So we got uh, Havoc, man. Hey, you definitely uh, dropped some nuggets. He's saying the bubble was a test run, an experiment. I agree. I can see that. For what, though? So, you know, before we take, you know, before we take this break, we're going to, you know, so y'all got to bear with us. We're still getting our video. We're going to replay our intro video, but we got some spot video we're going to put in there. But a test, that's a good point. So it's the bubble of the test run or test run experiment for what, though? To see if they can actually continue to play without players contracting the virus for amongst themselves. But now they're allowing fans, you know, people, you know, these same teams to play in home courts. Let me put that out. We're going to circle back around. So, Coach here, what do you think about that? Y'all the test run for what? Pointless. A pointless test run because I mean I'm I just I'm just speaking on me me personally I just think it was pointless because because like we talked about last season I'm gonna I'm touch on it a little bit like the TBT the basketball tournament they played in a bubble last year you know what I'm saying and now they're going most colleges are going back to playing sports and they're traveling to these different venues too mm-hmm. college basketball now I don't know if they're allowing fans or whatever but I know. Here in um, high school, basketball is allowing some type of fans, and they're not playing in the bubble. So to answer your question, um, I just think it was a pointless experiment. I mean, it was, it was pointless to me. Now, me, I think it was an opportunity to sell the camera angles because, you know, honestly, you know, I think it was, you know, of course, it was a money scheme because we all know how Walt Disney is entangled in practically every media thing there is. You know what I'm saying? So to jumpstart the community, of course they're gonna give them that money because they got the, you know, they got they got the clout, they got the leverage to do that. Now, what I think the NBA did, they were trying to sell those new camera angles and this new technology with these virtual uh, fans. That's what I think it was because a lot of money was spent in that. To me, that was the coolest thing. I really didn't watch the game until like what actual court until what the final four. What did the final four? That's an NCA, huh? What a championship, y'all get it, but. You know, yeah. I was like, you know, when they were showing Barack and they had uh, Lil Wayne smoking in the crowd, I thought I was calling, oh, look at this fool. So I think, honestly, that was an experiment yeah. about these camera angles because, you know, with five, you know, with a lot of things coming up, these technologies have to change. All right, so I uh, have, you know, uh, we're going to take this last question before we uh, take this break. So we had to control the outbreak, the NFL have all of the outbreak show they wait hold on i feel like real uh public school right <laughs> <laughs> i you're gonna say something like this the nfl have all the outbreaks so they have say look at the cancellation of games i think you're saying that the nfl they handled it pretty well pretty well because they didn't cancel any games. And that was the biggest thing going into it. So uh shout out to the shout out to the NFL for actually actually getting it right. So now honestly, that's who I think start who got it right. The NBA, you know, they started a trend, you know, they got things going, but the NBA got the NFL got it right. So agree, agree. We're gonna take a quick break. Need you to run that uh run that back for me. Man, probably a fun fact on me is that. I like to read. Like I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. 
won four gold medals in 1936. I always want to leave people with this, man, to all the viewers and everybody out there, man. Make sure you guys finish your story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's going to need it. Yeah. All you got to do is push the bad button. That's all you got to do. Push the bad <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much so you can maximize the now. Who's your favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like he got, got so, he got he got me through so much stuff, but Lewayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me and he was like, You really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Man, probably. Um, 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 yeah. um. And we back. <laughs> hey, man, I'm telling you, I'm back here getting it. But, man, you know what? We back on time. We go tell them all, man. We back uh, more with the nothing but basketball show that should do. Uncle Lee Rod. I'm saying the Lee Rod without the junior. And, of course, I got the crew with me. Introduce, introduce yourself, crew. I ain't, ain't going to tell y'all who y'all are. It's that boy, Coach Hill, man. Waco Terror all day. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you just want me to know how to laugh. You waiting on you, Coach Lee? You're like, <laughs> hey, you better leave me alone, man. Leave me alone. But <laughs> <laughs> well, man, we back with this Waco Terra moment. So, uh, man, what's what's going on in Waco Terra Land? Man, you know, we just coming off of a pretty tough loss. We got it handed to us, but you know, like we talked about, the L doesn't necessarily have to stand for loss. It stands for lesson learned. You feel me? So. Right here, we got our upcoming game, January 9th, starting out the new year on the road again. We've been on the road like six games, man. We're trying to get home. But right now, we got to go play a pretty good Denton Destroyer team. Um, I don't know what their rank is or anything of that nature, but uh, we really don't care. It's going to be a solid game, two solid teams. Yeah, I'm Next up. And this right here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we got the USBN National Tournament. As you can see, that runs from January, what, January to February. A number of teams from across the state, man. They're pretty solid teams from uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, um, and Houston. You know, that's a round-robin tournament. So the team that has the best record at the end of that, they move on to the, uh, uh, to the Final Four. You know what I'm saying? So – uh, be looking out for the times and locations of those games. You know, we'll be in your city, so I expect to see y'all there showing love. And then all my people from Waco, you know what it is. And sorry that's so little, everybody. But then we have the, what is that, Thomas Johnson uh, tournament up in OKC. It's a fun, it's a charity event um, to help raise money. So we'll be doing that, and that's going to be in January or February. So OKC people, if you're in the building or, or online, be looking for us in y'all city too, man. whole lot of terror stuff, you know what I'm saying? Man, that's too cool for me, like a whole lot of terror stuff, man. You sound, you're like, you sound, like, you sound like one of the rapper dudes, man. you like a whole lot of terror stuff. You know, be in your city, you know what I'm saying, catch us on, on uh radio station. 
102.5. You already, man, I just got to be me, man. I enjoy being with y'all and everybody, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm at home with y'all. That's what we do. We, we love people know, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I have other stuff, you know. Say it one more time, huh? Who's our fan of the week? My fan of the week is Tory Graham. He's out of Willis, Texas. He also runs Grand Slam, Grand Slam Graphics, who does all my graphics, design, posters, whatnot, man. Big shout out to him. He's been a day one Terror fan, you know, and uh, that's him right there. He's going to be mad because I, <laughs> I put that picture up, man. He's going to be mad. You feel me? But at the same time, he be all right. <laughs> Got him off guard. Grand Slam Graphics, man. Hey, everybody go check out Grand Slam Graphics. Real talk. He does great work. Um, and he's an up and coming. He's an entrepreneur. You know, so he, he's up and coming. So awesome, awesome, awesome. So <laughs> hey, shout out to you, G. Baby, that's a fan of G. Appreciate you hanging out with it. So uh man, so <laughs> that's my guy from the trigger from the gate, man. Grand fam all day. You know what I'm saying? That's my Jersey cat. That's what I would call them Jersey cats, man. Shout out to you. Love you all the way out there. But, uh, man, so anything, anything else Waco we got for? Oh, man. And we also got the player of the game, Demetrius Smith. He scored 35 points, six rebounds, three assists, three steals in, a lot in our loss this past week. So shout out to Demetrius. Um, and also we got the play of the game which was also by Demetrius, which he putting somebody in the rim. So we're going to run that for y'all. I know y'all like to see little highlights every once in a while, not just hear me talk about terror stuff, man. So. Of course. You know, run, that, run that clip. Go, go. There it is. Yeah, there it go. Yeah, so that's him. You know, shout out to that boy, man. He 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 did what he could, man. The whole team did what they could, man. Then I have one more thing for y'all, man. Before we, you know, before I'm done, you know, we got the highlighted player, man. He missed the game last week, but I got a Antoine Cheney. That's my guy right there. That's my captain, man. He's one of the top scorers in the NBL. You know what I'm saying? He 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 does good, not just on, on the court, but off the court, man. He's a, a real leader. He's also uh, not struggles, but deals with sickle cell. Um, so night in and night out, man, he goes out there and sacrifices himself and his body um, for the Waco Terror, man. And he, got, he gave me a quote to give to y'all, man. It doesn't matter how many points he scores. If we don't win... It means nothing. So shout out to them Terramay, man. Terramay boys. We we doing big things, man. We're gonna keep pushing. Is he real? Cause you know, all the thing I hit now I chase the bag. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing real <laughs> about doing it. It showed me the stats. So man, let's clap it up for him, man. Good dude right there, man. Good dude. Good dude. But uh, so man, how we um how we catch up, you know, how we catch, how people catch up to the Waco Terror. Man, what you do is you can find us on Facebook, Waco Terror Basketball. You can follow us on Instagram, TerraMade underscore 254. 
You can also follow us on Twitter, uh, Twitter, my fault, at Tara Waco. On Twitter? I was like, wait, what's that? <laughs> but man, yeah, so, we out there, man. Sure, shout out to y'all, shout out to y'all doing big things on Waco Tara, man. So, uh, you know, definitely got to switch courses up to our uh, fantasy basketball league. This week, uh, this past weekend, we had our uh, NBA draft. And of course, I got the number one draft pick, and Luka Doncic went number one. <laughs> so you know tonight you know starts our, uh, our league. So uh, shout out to everyone that actually joined the league. Uh, man, we got a lot of good things going on. It's twenty dollar buy-in. Winner takes two hundred dollars. So man, like I said, we got a lot of good things going on in the group, and uh, leads me to uh, our calendar, upcoming events. So man, January the dates out now. January seventeenth, nine thirty a.m. Central Standard Time. We're gonna be in Houston, Dallas. And New Orleans, it's a sock and sack lunch for the homeless, man. Like, this is what we do, you know. Yeah, we sit up in here and talk and crack jokes and do a lot of things, but all of that is to build camaraderie to come together and do things that matter because impact change starts with us. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell. I can't look. How am I going to get mad and say, at the person on TV, and say, hey, I need you to change my neighborhood? It's crazy. I live here. <laughs> So, man, shout out to y'all. We, you know, donations needed, welcome, you know what I'm saying? Bag, uh, you know, we're doing bag lunches, just uh, some chips, some bottled water, some luncheon meat, some sandwich, um, some luncheon meat and some sandwich, uh, what, sandwich bread. Definitely get that to us. If y'all want some more information, y'all can uh, send us an email, stwfmedia at sourcetalkwithfriends.com, but definitely get involved if y'all want to make a monetary donation. That is good. If you actually want to come out and be a preparer or serve, Definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. We're going to be in three cities at the same damn time. At the, uh, 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 uh. Definitely something y'all won't get involved in every Saturday. Look, like I said, you got so much going on in the group, man. Like, look, if y'all with them other dudes, block them. Give us four talking friends. Because every Saturday, we got man tournaments where $10 can get you at $60. Shout out to our past uh, man tournament winners. Um, Mario Maurice. That's crazy. Eminem. But those two guys took over uh, about $100 in two weeks. So uh, shout out to those guys. We also got the Top Contributor Award. It's a monthly award where you can win $50 for just contributing in the group. So much going on. I'm getting tired of talking. But definitely uh, get involved, man. So we're about, to be, uh, we're about to get up out of here. Shout out to Gene, man. Like, you know, hey, this is the start of our season two. This is just us just Boss hog in the lane right now. You know what I'm saying? We just trying to see how you know how to uh how I feel in the new whips. You know what I'm saying? You see, you got the bigger screen. But look, thank you for uh hanging out, man. What y'all got for us when we get up out of here? Hey, only thing I got is good to be back. Had a brief hiatus, but we about to do bigger, better, and better. You're the dumb, baby. That's all I got to say. <laughs> hey. We like y'all said, we on the bigger and better things. That's all that needs to be said. So you know what I'm saying? Hey, well, you know what? The only thing better than a good entrance is a better exit. I'm like out. that. 